This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. comes from John, the 14th chapter, the 25th through the 27th verses. Still hear some pages turning, so I'll hold on for a second. And it reads, These things I have spoken to you, These are Jesus' words, and he is talking directly to us. These things that I have spoken to you, while I am still with you, but the Helper, can somebody say but the Helper? But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace, not Derek's peace, not Pastor Tillman's peace, not Deacon Houston's peace, but Jesus' peace. He said, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. So let not your heart be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Let us pray. Oh, gracious God, our Father, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Lord, and our peace. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word. Your word that lives freely in our heart. And even as the scripture just stated to us, dear God, that the Holy Spirit will remind us of every single thing that you said. So therefore, Father, let us not just be hearers, but allow us to be doers of your written and holy word. Holy Spirit, come to the forefront of our lives that we're no longer bothered by circumstance or situation, but that we, Father God, would rest, rule, and abide in you, allowing you to lead us in every aspect of our life so that our peace may not be disturbed. So, Lord, we thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to stand before your people, dear God. But you, Father God, move Derek aside, and you think through my mind and you speak through my vocal cords what you would desire for your people to hear on this morning. So, Lord, we just ask that you would bless us, strengthen us, lead us, and guide us as only you can. And it's in Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Amen. And again, the, 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 the title of this message, because I didn't do it last time and Rayshon got on to me, but the title of this message is Do Not Disturb. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the theme of uh, the book of John, in this, in the 14th chapter, the theme is, uh, the first 14 verses, is that Jesus is the way to the Father. There is no other way except through Christ. 
Then 15 through 31 is the promise of the Holy Spirit. Now, this, is, this, this is the part that I actually fell in love with. And then, but Jesus teaches us the themes of trust, of peace, of faith throughout the chapter. He's teaching to his disciples, but he's teaching it to us. Whose minds are stretching to understand these concepts. Now, the reason why I chose the title Do Not Disturb, because even if you look up the definition of peace in the English, it is freedom from disturbance. Now, the Greek meaning means state of untroubled, indisturbed, or well-being. But the reason why I chose it is because there's a function on all of our phones, whether you're an Android user or an iPhone user, that function is there. And now the thing about this function, though, is that when you turn that do not disturb on, it's almost like being in airplane mode. Because when people call, it sends them to voicemail. Now, a lot of people abuse this, this do not disturb feature. And I used to get it from my, um, the guys that work for me on the parking lot. Oh, every time we text you, we get this do not disturb, driving with focus turned on. Well, the thing about it is, is that when I get in my car, my car connects to the, I mean, my phone connects to the Bluetooth, then it automatically goes if there is an incoming message. And in most calls, if you don't call two times, it's going to kick those calls out as well so that I can drive focused because a lot of us don't drive focused, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. We ain't going to talk about this, though. But, but the, that do not disturb feature, there's a reason for that feature because there may be a time that you're sitting down reading the Word there may be a time that you're trying to watch a show, or there may be time that you're trying to spend with your family. And then you turn that feature on, and none of those calls come in. But you will have a record of all of those calls so that you can actually return those calls. See, and the, and the thing about being, not being disturbed, it means that you can completely give focus to whatever it is that you're trying to do. So, when I... Um, in verse, um, in, ver in chapter 14, verse 27, this is exactly what Jesus is talking about. Now, he might not have had a cell phone back then, but he understood that he was peace and that even when he left us, that there would be an advocate to bring that exact same peace. So, the peace that remains in you forever, irregardless of the situation. It quenches every trouble even before they come. Hold on now. I, I think when I started this morning, I was saying something about the past three weeks, every time I turned around, there was something that was moving outside of where I know that God was actually taking me. Because even if I, if I stop for a second and, and I talk about how, what happened even with, with this house, I was telling pastor, I say, well, pastor, I said, I was riding down Cloverdale Drive, and, um, and the Lord said, look. And I looked up, and I saw this house. And when I saw the house, I pulled it up on Zillow and started to see the inside, and um, Robin knew exactly one, which one it was when I told her this morning. But the thing was, was that I had been looking in all the wrong places. So because I was looking in all the wrong places, I was starting to get frustrated. So as my frustration began to mount, then I say, you know what, Lord? This ain't for me to do. I said, because if you know where you want me to be, then you just show me where you want me to be. And so then, 
as I go into the process, God showed me his hand moving in the process. But yet and still, because stuff wasn't going the way that I wanted it to go, or how, as fast as I wanted it to go, I got frustrated. So when I got frustrated, of course I lash out at, at, at whomever deserves my frustration, or I feel deserves my frustration. And then the Lord says, how are you going to lash out at them when you're supposed to be bringing them to me? I don't know about nobody else, but that really hit me. Because when he said, how are you going to lash out at them when you're supposed to be bringing them to me? Guess what? If I don't have that peace and I lash out and I push them completely away, what they're going to think about the next Christian that approaches them? They're going to carry that same exact mindset. So, so then the Lord showed me. He says, he says that the chastisement of your peace is a process. So our second point is the chastisement of our peace. So, in the, in, in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah laid this out for us. Uh, Isaiah 53, 3-5. And it reads, it says, He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief, as one from whom men hide their face. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds we're healed. So now, as the process goes, you, we're getting, I, I've gotten disturbed by maybe the lack of or the way that things are actually moving. And when I, when I got disturbed and the Lord reminded me, these are his children and it's my goal and, his, and it's his goal for me to bring every one of them to him. So now that the peace is chastised. Now, when we think of chastisement, chastisement is actually a judgment of God or a correction of God that comes through the Holy Spirit. Meaning that the Holy Spirit is not going to take his belt out like, like our parents used to do and spank our butt. But the Holy Spirit is going to tell you, hey son, hey daughter, fix that. And the craziest part about it is when he says fix that, He's going to give you a way to fix it so that it doesn't bring more chastisement. That it comes with peace. But now this is all dependent upon the Holy Spirit, though. This has nothing to do with Derek or Dwayne. This has everything to do with who the Holy Spirit is. So, when, when, it, when Isaiah 53 lays it out, it says that he bore all of our griefs, meaning anything that upset you. Be it a, a family situation, be it a loss of a loved one, be it a loss of a friend, be it a loss of a wife, a child, whatever. Every grief, anything that grieves you, grieves him. And he's saying he carried our sorrows. If it made me sad, it made him sad. But he doesn't allow it to stay with me because he know that that will not allow me to be effective 
for what he's called me to do. So, then he says, yet we esteemed him, smitten him, but then it comes down to, but he was pierced for our transgression. So now this is, this is me. This is where when we have, have struggled with something our whole life, or this is something that, that, that we just feels like uh, if a person comes up against us, that we need to respond. So, therefore, he said, but he was pierced for that. Jesus said, now, when he was staked to the cross, he was pierced just for that, my transgression. And he was beaten for my iniquity. The stuff that I've learned from my family members, the stuff that I've learned from friends, the way that I react based off of what I've learned from someone else that is not of God. But he said that every single stripe, because of every beating that he took, I mean, we're talking that Jesus was unrecognizable. Psalms 25 tells us how he was unrecognizable. That's how badly he was beating because he wanted me to understand that I have peace in him. Not by what anybody else says, not by what anybody else does, but it's in him. Always. Regardless of what the situation looks like. So, by his stripes we're healed. So that means that I can't use the excuse that you said this or you said that and it hurt me. I can't use the excuse or you did this and you did that and it hurt me. Those are excuses. Because that's why we're here today. Because even, when, when, even in this process and as God was showing me, God told me, he says, look, I bore your transgressions, I bore your iniquity, I bore all chastisement upon me. So now what you have to understand is, is that when you take it back from me, then you have to deal with the circumstance, I mean with the, with the consequences. But when you allow me to keep it, and you continue to move forward, then guess what's going to happen now? Now I have peace. And that other individual or individuals, they will come to that same peace because they'll see that I'm not bothered. Do we not know that the reason that a bully keeps picking on another person is because they're bothered? When that person becomes unbothered, guess what that bully do? Move on to the side. Think about, about the, the, the class clown in high school, in, in school, when they had jokes all the time. If you got mad about the jokes, they stayed on you because guess what? You were easy target. But if you have that peace, then you're no longer the target. Because if we don't understand that when we're moved, by a situation or a circumstance, that that circumstance grows stronger and stronger and stronger. And the more that that circumstance grows stronger because I don't have peace, guess what it's going to do? Push me down and down and down. 
And that's what we have to understand. That's where the burden comes from. Because we give it strength. We give it power. We give it authority. And if we give that circumstance strength, power, and authority, then guess what that says? That says it rules over me. But I can't allow it to rule over me. Because when I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior, he said, well, Isaiah said it in, in, 53, in Isaiah 53. He says, but by his wounds, I'm healed. Meaning, I don't even have to carry my wounds from childhood. Because when we carry those wounds, we just become bigger children. More sophisticated bullies. But we don't have to carry them. And the only reason why, bringing us to our last point, is because the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is an offering of peace. Even when we go back to verse 27. Well, I start at 25. It says, these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all. Now, all encompasses all, right? All things. And bring to your remembrance all that I have said. All that I have said. Bring you, he will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance all that I have said. Everything. And John also wrote that if everything that Jesus had said or did, all of the books in the world couldn't contain it. So, when we, when we hear Jesus say that the Holy Spirit will remind you of all that I have said, that just doesn't include the Bible. That includes being tapped in on another level. That includes... Every single aspect of life. And I think that that's where we struggle at. We limit the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit to what we can, can, can verify. What we can pick up a book and read. What we can Google. We focus only on what we can see. But imagine if we got outside of our carnal mind. Imagine if we gained an understanding that there is not a book on this earth that God does not have knowledge of. Imagine if we understood that there is no writer or no, nothing that was ever said that God didn't have knowledge before it came out of their mouth. Imagine that. And if we would imagine something like that, guess what will happen? We would never be at a lack of words and we will always know when to speak. Because the Bible even tells us that when it's time for you to speak, the Holy Spirit will give you utterance of what you need to say. 
But back to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the offering of peace. Without acknowledging the Holy Spirit, you will never have peace. Ever. You will never have peace. And the reason why, because when the, 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 the external peace in which the Holy Spirit brings is a shalom, which means peace, harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility. This means that there's not an aspect in your life that you won't have peace with. And I thank God for everything that I've been through over these past three weeks because of the simple fact that I've learned to stop worrying. Now, there's some things that, that, that catch me off guard, and then I think about it and I start praying. But for the most part, it's like, you know what, Lord? You're going to do what you're supposed to do in every situation. Now, me, on, on the other hand, I'm going to mess it up. And when I mess it up, I know you love me enough to know that I messed it up, and you're going to fix it anyway. So why go through the first part? Why go through the first part? Why go mess it up anyway when the Lord done already told you that it's yours? Because if you're having that prayer with him, and you're spending that time with him, ain't nobody going to come and give you nothing by surprise. Everything that you receive is going to be because it's confirmation to what God had already told you. So you can go look for the, all the prophets in the world. But if he's not confirming what God has given you, then you might want to go pray. Because he'll push you off your path. This is what the Holy Spirit does. All things. He will tell you all things and remind you of every single thing that Jesus said. Because here's the thing. And I'm almost done. Here's the thing. Jesus walked on earth as man. He showed us God and man. He showed us how, when he walked on this earth, that he could only be in one place at one time. But then he says... I'm going back to the Father. But I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you my peace. And the reason why I'm going to send this to you is so you can have a full understanding of what it means on earth as it is in heaven. Because now what has to happen is the understanding that you are aligned with God and once you are aligned with God, you have the understanding that as you walk, he walks with you. As you sleep, he never slumbers, but he's with you. So there's no reason for anxiety. There's no reason for fear. Because of the simple fact that the Holy Spirit has the knowledge of everything that's about to happen. So... The key is having an ear to hear him. If you can't hear him, then guess what? You're defeating the purpose of saying that you're a believer, that you're a follower of Jesus Christ. So in closing, the do not disturb feature 
thing about that do not disturb feature, especially when you've uh, turned it on in your settings, is that when you get in your car and you start your car, that feature automatically connects to the radio. Now, the crazy part about it is, is that you can even have an old car, but if you upgrade your technology inside your car, then guess what happens? It'll still connect. And even as you're driving down the road so that you're not distracted by the messages that are coming in, by the phone calls that are coming in, keeps you focused so that you don't have an accident. And not only does it keep you focused so that you don't have an accident, it keeps you alert so that you can help other drivers that are not paying attention. And that translates exactly to the church. Our church members, our church members, our church disciples, where Jesus was stretching the thinking of his disciples because his disciples couldn't understand why he was leaving, but yet he said he was sending them a comforter. How, how will I be comforted when I know that you're the Messiah? You're the living God. You're the one that's supposed to, to, to take care of all of this. But the thing was, was that they had to catch up. They went in the upper room, 120 of them, for 10 days. And when they went in that upper room, that was after the death burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And when they went up in that upper room for 10 days, and they prayed, and they became on one accord, and then the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. I don't think we, I don't think we truly understand what it means to have that peace from the Holy Spirit what it means that regardless of the situation that you may be facing or whatever you may be going through is that the Holy Spirit already has the way of escape. And so when we, when we understand that that do not disturb feature is living within us, my God, my God, because once we understand that, then we won't be moved by grievances. We won't be moved by sorrows. We won't be moved by iniquity. Our peace will not be chastised because every time we'll turn that around and give it right back to him. It's like, it's like, like, like having, having a benefactor that everything that you're asking for, he says yes. Everything. And all he's doing is as long as you're, you're walking, I need this. There you go. I need this. There you go. Oh, that's a problem over there. There you go. And that's what he's doing. He's with us every single step of the way. And I pray that if you have not received anything else other than the knowledge that not only is the Holy Spirit living within you, but he is your peace. And if we understand that he's our peace, then guess what? 
we no longer have to fight battles. Because he's going to tell us when to speak. He's going to tell us when to listen. And the craziest part about it is we allow some stuff to chastise our peace because of the simple fact that we're out of alignment. So when it comes to us, it throws us off. Like, hold on, no, this ain't supposed to be happening. No, it's not supposed to be happening. But are you in alignment? Do you understand that your Bluetooth has to be connected vertically? So if your Bluetooth is not connected vertically, the, the view Bluetooth with the do not disturb feature in your car ain't going to do you no good. So let's work on our vertical alignment. Because if we continue to rely on our horizontal alignment, we're going to have some problems. So amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Wow, this is, this is the part that we lead to. Because the crazy part is, y'all that are watching, as well as here, the craziest part is, is that if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't have a do not disturb feature. You literally got a flip phone. So without... Jesus, being your Lord, you're living in the olden days. But you can come now. You can come right now. This is your opportunity to say, Jesus Christ is my Lord. To accept the ability to have a do not disturb. To know that you don't always have to fight. To know that you can trust God every single step of the way. Because he's with you. So this is, this is your opportunity. This is your chance. To be able to Work the do not disturb feature to perfection. This is crazy because uh, <laughs> my mom was calling me one night. And I think I had do not disturb on accident. But she, she must have called like 10 times. And then I finally looked at my phone and I called her back. I was like, why you calling me so much? You need to turn that do not disturb off your phone. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, yes, ma'am. I say, all right, I, I say it was an accident. I don't have that on when I'm at home. I say, but I will do is I will go put my phone in the room just to block out the noise. And that's the thing that the Holy Spirit is teaching me in this season is to be able to block out the noise. Because sometimes, you know, when you have a bad connection and it sounds scrambled or it sounds like an auto-tune going on, the reason why it sounds like that is a bad connection. Sometimes the Holy Spirit sounds like that to us. So we've got to get to a point where we understand that he is our do not disturb. So today, if you want to turn on your do not disturb feature, the Holy Spirit is willing to go into your settings right now.
and turn it on for every single situation that you've struggled with, everything that the enemy has come up against you with, everything the job has come up against you, everything your family has come up against you, everything that has happened in your past, the Holy Spirit is ready to turn that do not disturb off. So this is your opportunity. Give your hand to God. I mean, give your heart to God and give your hand to us here at First Africa. And for those who have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, you're online watching us now, take this opportunity and repeat after me if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Says, Father, God, I have sinned. I have not been all that I should be. I'm sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I am willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life and help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you for saving me right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you have um, accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, uh, text in the, in the chat, um, saved, or text to 912-575-7504, save. And we will be right, we'll be getting in contact with you um, really soon. Um, if you need a, a Bible-based church, a Bible-based home, we got, hey, look at, look at the Lord, amen. 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 Wow. Yes. Yes. Always. Always. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Is there, is there any others? Come on down. Hey, look at God. Let's go. Amen. Is there another? Amen. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Takiyah. Thank you. He is our peace. He is our do not disturb. Remember, as you get ready to exit, the black boxes on both sides of the door. Uh, pastor's uh, celebration gift box is on this side, so you can um, donate still. Also, right after worship, we are heading to Dublin. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? And then, and then we get to hear the dynamic stylings of Reverend Thurman Neal Tillman this afternoon. So, um, if you all, after the benediction, you all have a seat. The ushers will let you know what order to go out. But um, is there any other announcement, Reverend uh, Minister Bolshev? You got another announcement? Any announcements? Okay. All right. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you. 
We thank you that you are peace. We thank you that we can come boldly before you and pray prayers. Pray prayers in a manner, Father God, to know that you're answering those prayers. Because as you continue, Lord, to work in us and work through us, you give us peace in every, excuse me, in every single situation. So, Lord, be a blessing to us as we travel to Green Grove Baptist Church in Dublin, Georgia on today. Uh, keep us safe on the roads. Allow, Father God, things to, that even when we go and return, allow things to be better when we get back than they were when we left. So bless, Father God, the ministry of Reverend Dr. Warlaw. Bless the ministry of Reverend Thurman Tillman. And most importantly, dear God, be our peace. Keep our do not disturb on, dear God. And Lord, we just not only thank you for that, but we ask that the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of Holy Spirit will rest, rule, and abide henceforth and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.